Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bij Centraal Beheer gaan we net een stap verder voor onze klanten. Daarom geven we ze 10 seconden van onze zendtijd om hun auto te verkopen. Dames en heren, 18.000 kilometers heeft mijn Mazda 6 GTM uit 2014 gereden. Hij is rood metallic, de kleur van de liefde. Kijk op Facebookpagina Mazda 6 te koop. Dankjewel. Wil je deze of een andere auto kopen? Kies dan ook voor de klantvriendelijkste verzekeraar. Ga naar centraalbeheer.nl slash auto. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back, cause it's time for the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life episode 8. Uh, this is me, Romesh. I'm here with Rue Madge. Hello, Rue Madge. Hey, Romesh. How's life? Good, thank you. What have you been up to? Um, I'm looking at booking a holiday. Wow. Mm. That's Might go to uh, Japan. Sorry, Catherine has just spoke. You're not allowed to make a noise until I officially introduce you to you. Um, Japan? Ever been? I've never been, no. Might go in June, yeah. Yeah, I think Japan really... Uh, Still, still enjoying the spike that they got from Lost in Translation, aren't they? Yeah. That's, yeah. Is that's, that what inspired that's you? That's coming off the back of that. Yeah, you're hoping you're going to meet some mysterious right. woman and then. Yeah. And then you'll say there. something that no one else can hear in her ear and be like, really? Jesus Christ, it's banished dreadful. <laughs> uh, anyway, good. <laughs> Where are you thinking about going in Japan? I'm not sure. I'm st- I bought a book. I bought a Lonely Planet, so early days. You're really full of energy today. <laughs> like, really ex- I've never seen you this excited about anything. I'm not in character. No. Mm. Shit. So when are you thinking of going? Uh, June. Right. It starts heating up a bit. Right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you know that from the book? Yeah, that's the first thing I've read. Right, okay. Mm. That's good. Well, if, mm. anybody's got any, if anybody's got any recommendations for Room Madge's uh, holidays, please tweet in. I'm going, you're a Disney, mate. Is it, you're a Disney? In Paris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But for, is it, I don't think weeks. it's, Catherine, is it still called you're a Disney? <laughs> yeah, she's nodding. I thought it was called Disneyland Paris now. Oh. Two. Two as well. Right, you're allowed to speak, Catherine, so it's just... Uh, well, it's so hard for me, because guess what, Rematch? Oh. My current boyfriend, mm. Mr. Alex Edelman, is going to Japan in June as well. He's going to oh, Tokyo. I can see him out there. Just so you know, mm. steer clear. <laughs> Tokyo, you have a friend for life. Um, I've been to Disneyland Paris, um, Euro Disney, and you can call it either thing. You're allowed to, are you? They yeah. don't get annoyed if you call it Euro Disney. They're going to be annoyed regardless because they're French. What is it like? It's lovely and Apart especially... Apart from really expensive. It's really expensive, but um, as you've got small children, yeah. it's better than Disney World, Disneyland. It's smaller, right. but in a great way. Okay. Because it's like the perfect size for kids, and they will love it. You'll have a great time. So that's Star Wars shit, though. That's fun. Yes. Apparently there's a Jedi. Oh, yeah, no, it's Disney. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They're buying everything, aren't they? Close we are. They're getting to the, I know, we're close to the normal. <laughs> I find <laughs> it uncomfortable. I don't yeah. like... I don't normally look at you in the eye when we're doing this, but anyway. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. 
I am delighted to welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life, Catherine Ryan. Uh, hello, Catherine. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on your wonderful podcast. Thank you for coming. Um, how is life? Life is great. We are some of the luckiest people in the whole world. <laughs> Do you mean us as Westerners or? Uh, you and I as famous people. Right. <laughs> 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 Why did you say that? Well, we are moderately known yeah. on a really small island. Yeah. So we're not important enough to have terrible lives. No. But people start to recognize us a bit, like, oh, maybe we went to college together. Maybe, yeah. do you know Steve? No, I don't know Steve. But you have this air of familiarity. And people are nice to you. Yeah. People are so nice to me, except the people who hate me. Yeah. But it, then they it, know exactly who I am. And it can be a problem. And I, I want to admit something now, just off yep. the back of that, is that I was in uh, Benito's hat recently. Ooh. Um, I, Regular listeners will have no idea that I am really into burritos, <laughs> but somebody might do. Exclusive. Anyway, I was in Benito's hat, <clears throat> and the manager recognised me, mm-hmm. and uh, it was nice. And then he brought over a dessert to say, oh. it's good to have you here. Ooh. And it was so filled with dairy, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. And then I just ate it because I felt so bad about telling him. No! Yeah, honestly, so like, I've compromised. You I, really are a coconut. That is the most British thing I've ever I heard know. in my life. It's really bad, isn't it? Like I just, I didn't know what to do, and so I just ate this dessert, and then halfway through it, a part of me thought, "Oh, he must know that I'm." How arrogant of that! He must know that I'm. <laughs> he must know. Anyway, it went really bad. I I'm just really amazed that. Can we edit this out? I can't have this going out. Sure, it can. He's yeah. a nice guy, and you've plugged Benito's hat. Yeah, true. It's There's what he wanted all along. Yeah, that's true. This but... is the brand episode. Yes. <laughs> he knew that if he made you violently ill, yeah, Benito's hat would get a plug. I also love Benito's hat. Ramesh and I have a scale of burrito places. Yeah. Where's Benito's Ch- hat is at the top. Are we, what are the rules? Where's about? Chipotle? Is it medium? Yeah, Chipotle's in the middle. What sits at the fucking rock bottom of uh-huh. dog shits is me, Casa. They can eat a dick yeah. wrapped in a burrito. <laughs> I'd eat a dick before eating one of their Sounds burritos good. these days. It's like, we started, we early doors, we were into me, Casa, right? We supported them. Hmm. Yeah, I think like, you know when the first one opened up at Victoria? I've never been. Well, don't, but hmm. we're going now, mate. But Catherine and I, we pretty much kept that place. I think we're the reason they opened up further branches. Hmm. And then... You can't, there's no consistency with these pricks, man. You turn up one day, they put shitloads of lettuce in. You turn up another day, no lettuce. Mm. The rice has just got no idea if it's going to be cooked or if it's going to be, they're going to poison you. The guacamole, levels of guacamole in that thing, it's not, it's just unacceptable. perpetually off. Yeah. You know what? We gave them unconditional love and they got lazy, like all Mexicans do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, so life's good. Mm-hmm. What are you up to at the moment? I am on tour. With oh, how's the tour going? New show. It's all right. It's super fun. What's the show called? Cat Bum. Cat Bum. That's what my family used to call me growing up. Yeah. But it is now my Twitter handle and the name of my limited company. So who showed You've got them? a limited company <laughs> called Cat Bum? Yeah. What's yours called? I don't have one. I was thinking about calling it like Rangatainment. Yep. Catchy. Have you got one, Ray? Uh, I've got one for this, Mr. Box Productions. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Mm. Mr. Ramesh, Box. I think yeah. you're paying the wrong amount of tax if you don't have a loan. Oh, the amount of tax I'm paying is insane. So me too, but I mean, <laughs> it is a bit... You seem very sort of settled on that, though. Well, 
you sort of think I live the rest of my life in such an immoral, yeah. uh, <laughs> selfish way. You don't need animal products. You just sort of think if I do, if they're given to me for free. <laughs> but like, but um, so I sort of think oh, if I'm overpaying tax, then I'll hook you up with my account. By the way, for anybody listening, I'm not saying I pay a lot of tax. Like I'm fucking living large or whatever. What I'm saying is a great proportion. That's what I meant by it. Mm. Jesus Christ, the this is shit, mate. <laughs> you need to just be a whole lot less English. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to relax. You sound like my mum. Do I? Yeah. I'm not saying you should be Sri Lankan. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> I'm just saying, you've got a hip-hop podcast. Yeah. You need to be black like me. Right. In what ways are you black? That you pay less tax? No, I pay tax. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> just like a lot of black people pay tax. <laughs> I believe we've got ourselves into a corner here, haven't we? I haven't. Listen, I say what I feel all yeah, the time. Yeah, no, I could. People good. can see my true spirit yeah. and my kind heart. Yeah. And they know that I'm a woman of the people. <laughs> because I'm uncensored. So yeah, no, totally good. I'm like there's Donald no Trump if he was a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just there's no filter of you, and that's why we wanted you on the podcast. But we you share know. a disdain for Mexicans. No. Every, every previous episode has been so much fucking filtering, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think you're the first real person we've had on there, so thank you. Um, okay, let's get on with it. Hey, man, what's your favorite hip-hop album? So, I hate to say this to you, but I'm the type of person who does not listen to the whole album. Okay. And I know that that's wrong. It's not wrong. It's but... wrong, because you're meant to buy the whole thing and appreciate it as a body of work. But I got into hip hop just when lots of suburban kids were getting into hip hop. Yeah. And I like Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. I like Nas, Illmatic, though I'm not smart enough to fully appreciate Nas. In the same way that I'm not smart enough. I thought you were about to say you're not smart enough to fully appreciate Snoop Dogg. I don't don't think he's operating on that many levels. Okay, so Doggy Style. Let's talk about Doggy Style first. Okay. Great album. Uh, but you don't listen to it all. Well, it's that thing where people will say, oh, uh, Fuji's are my favorite bin. And you'll go, all right, apart from this song, that song, and this song, oh, name so, yeah. your favorite songs. So I don't know some of the like non-hits. Yeah. But I like, you know. Yeah. One, two, three into the boat. Snoop Doggy Dog is something that you don't. I like all that. We'll just run the instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll drop the track in. Uh, drop the instrumental and then you'll be over the top of it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And I fancy myself sort of a rapper. Yeah. And I love that hip hop is about entrepreneurialism. Yeah. And uh, I just think a lot of hip hop lyrics are funny. I think a lot of that on that album yeah. is like chill and funny. And then Nas is just a genius, but. Okay, so let's talk about. The thing with Nas. Nas it released Illmatic, an yeah. amazing album, right? Yeah. And he was like, what, 19, 20 years old when mm-hmm. that came out? And then he released It Was Written, right? And that was, uh, I would say, met with... Uh, well, it, people think he went for a much more commercial uh, sound. You know, had the song with Lauren Hill, If I Rule the World, yeah. right? right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that song was a big smash. It was a big smash. Yeah, that song was a big smash. It was a big hit. Imagine smoking weed in the street without cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle, cruising blue Bahama waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Uh, but people thought his Nas was like sold out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then he started doing shit like... Like, 
You Owe Me with Genuine. You Owe Me by Genuine. It's, well, not only is it one of Nas's worst songs, it's one of the worst songs. No. It's really, although I have friends that say to me that I'm being harsh there. But I think the problem with Nas is lyrically incredible, mm-hmm. right? All, he's got all the multi-syllabic shit. You know what I mean? He's like, he, he, like everything about him is fascinating. His selection of beats, I don't know who chooses his production, but it's unacceptable, some of the beats he chooses for his albums, man. I re- his records are ruined yeah. by the backing tracks on this thing, man. Like, so he needed so to know... So his later stuff, you mean? No, right. it, well, well, stuff after mm. it was written, and then I reckon Jay-Z brought him back in, because Jay-Z dissed him, yeah. and then he came back with Ether, and then it sort of like re- reawakened something in Nas, because like, ever since then he's been coming out with the the straight bangers, do you know what I mean? Mm. Nothing but smash hits <laughs> from Nas since then, do you know what I mean? So like, he's been like kind of reawakened, but still, on every one of his albums, there'll be a beat or two where you just think, I don't understand why you did why you did this. And also, I think Nas needs to stay away from sung choruses. Get a, Like, you've got enough money mm. to get someone else in to sing the hook. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be doing it, man. It's, no. It's bad. So Jay-Z... What relationship has he got to Dr. Dre? Are they rivals? No, I don't think so. I mean, no, no they're not. Jay Z got Dre that gets Dre to do a lot of his tracks and stuff like that. Because Nas and Dr. Dre, yeah, there's a nice partnership. Yes, well, they had the the firm, didn't they? Did you ever listen mm. to the album? Mm. Yeah, Nas, Foxy Brown, and Dr. Dre. And oh, I miss Foxy Brown. Yeah, but and the other rapper. There was another one. Was there? Was, was wasn't yeah. there? Not um, Mace. Mace. Was it Mace? No, or it wasn't Mace. No. What, in the firm? Mm. No way. I'm just guessing. It wasn't track. AZ. No. Was it AZ? Maybe. Yeah. Should we look it up? Yeah. I'll just look it up now. Foxy Brown. Um, do you miss Foxy Brown? Is she in prison? Because uh, she was a little, like, scrapper, wasn't she? Um, yeah, she was good. Um, there was that song that she did on the, with... Case on the Nutty Professor soundtrack, Touch Me, Tease Me. Oh. Touch Me, Tease... <laughs> Something like that. It was so popular that I couldn't ever listen to her voice again after that. But... I she... like the ones, this is going out to my in jail, beating they dicks to the double exhale. You know that one? How many licks does it take till you get to the center of the... Oh! Oh! <laughs> You know that one? <laughs> this verse goes out to my niggas in jail. Beating they dicks to the double XL uh-huh. magazine. Uh-huh. You like how I look in the aqua green? Get your Vaseline. Roll some weed with some tissue and close your eyes. And imagine your tongue in between my thighs. You don't know how many licks? No, I don't know how many licks, no. What? I've, a lot of people tell me about this. So imagine me, like, more innocent and white than ever. Yeah. 12 years old. Yeah. Listening to, like, how many licks? Hold on, but how old were you when Doggy Style came out? Oh, very young. So Doggy Style had it ain't no fun on it, which was like mm-hmm. when I met you last night, baby. You know, it's pretty. I mean, that wasn't the most offensive lyric on the song. I'll be honest. With you. <laughs> I'm listening to quite a lot sweet. of this stuff. That's quite sweet, really. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> oh shit! Rubbish is quoting some of that next level profanity <laughs> off a of Doggy sweet Style. Stuff. How many licks is Little Kim? It's not even fucking. Oh, uh, okay, fine, fine. Oh, did fine. Susie, Susie? Can you look up the firm, please, Catherine? Sure. And tell me who are the members of the firm. Oh wait, can I just sing you some how many looks? I've been a lot of places, seen a lot of faces. I hell, I even fuck with different races. A white dude, his name was John. He had a Queen Bee rules tattooed on his arm. Uh, He asked me if I'd be his date for the prom. He'd buy me a horse, a portion of farm. Dayma from down south. 
He used to like me to spank him and come in his mouth. Tony was Italian. He didn't give a fuck. That's what I liked about him. He ate my pussy from dark till the morning, called his girl up and told her we was boning. Puerto Rican Bobby used to be a deacon, but now he be sucking me off on the weekend. And this black dude I call King Kong, he had a big ass dick and a hurricane tongue. That reads that like a really shit blog. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I'm blushing just reading this. I was a child listening to this. Oh my God. Yeah, but, that, but Doggy Style wasn't much better. Do you remember Mark, you know, do you remember yeah. the word? Mm. And then Snoop was on the word, and Mark Lamar was like calling him out for all the misogynist lyrics on well, Doggy Style. You can't, you can't open up that door because it's a different language. Hip hop is hugely misogynistic, and we just have to let that be and move forward. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you just sort of go, ah, it's just, they just like that, isn't they? <laughs> is, that no. is that what you think the attitude should be? It was very much like get money, fuck bitches, and I'm not saying it's right. No. We can be more aspirational with modern hip-hop yeah. coming out now. But if you start picking apart everything that came out in the 90s, well, you're going to be very Yeah, 90s is there. a problem. I think that's fair yeah. to say, isn't it? It's like the Wild West. Problem. Yeah, mm. you know, and it's like, you know, get money, fuck bitches. Why not just have a chat with some bitches or get to know yeah. some bitches? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> or, yeah, or, <laughs> or, you know, build a solid foundation for a relationship with some bitches. Do you know what I mean? Like that, why can't it be that? Which brings me to Corrine Steffens. Gone. Do you know about Queen no. Stephens? No. She's incredible. She has a book that I'm going to order on Amazon for you tonight, and it is called Confessions of a Video Vixen. Mm. And she. Oh, hold on. Is this uh... Superhead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do know Superhead. She is the world's first video. Mm. Uh, that video. Actually, video. <laughs> that I made it into yeah. a career. She kind of turned that misogyny back on itself. Mm. So she was in an abusive relationship. She decided, hang on a minute, all these men in my life are giving me these opportunities. I'm going to blow each of them amazingly well to get even more opportunities to the point that I almost Did she write this down take their it, power. In the book. In the book, she says this. Pretty much that, yeah. That's the narrative of the book. It's her being like, hang on, I have the power. So, so, she so what, did used, she think that the power was in their ejaculate? Yes. So she would blow them. And she then, had sex with Ja Rule, Will Smith. No, she did not have yes, sex with Will did. Smith. Let me read you. Pre, the, yes. Let's hear the list. Okay. And, and what got, happens? If you've got something to say, you better own up now. What happens? You've been with Superhead, mate. Because Catherine's about to fucking. What happens lay if the you lie, down. you go to jail? She wrote all this in a book. If she were lying, she would have been yeah. dragged through the legal system Sued, by yeah. now. Okay, so this is a list of rappers and her comments about their penises from the book. Okay, so she's analyzed their, not analyzing, yep. analyzing penises. Scored them. Sort of giving them a score, yeah, mm -hmm. okay, go on. Mr. Cal, long. Trick Daddy, long and full of energy. Twist Up, medium. Will Smith, long. Exhibit. Long but comes too quick. Cool G rap. Long but can't fuck. Oh, Ooh, cool G rap. He's quite old. Tally. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Red man hung like a banana. Russell. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that, that doesn't is that, that doesn't than long? that doesn't yeah. make sense. Hung like a banana. Hung like a donkey makes sense. A banana doesn't have a penis. No, but maybe hung like in a bunch with other dicks. I don't <laughs> is that why? <laughs> Found in the jungle. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Russell Simmons, small, no surprise there. Um, Jay Z, real thick and juicy, but you can't stand looking at him when he's on top. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ! Uh huh. Because I imagine Jay Z when he's really like straining, straining, like mm. going for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Hove. JC lives in perpetual cum face. That's what I mean. Like. He can't take his top off either. Ooh, Snoop Dogg. Too long. Wow. Nas. Small. Shit. There are women on this. Debrat. Can't eat a pussy. Imagine if you said Debrat long. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is on here? Mace, Q-Tip, Timberland, Master P, Method Man. Hold on, Mace. Yep. Did, did you say Mace and then Q-Tip or Mace? Is like this all Q-tip? together? No, no, no. No, no. This is in one session. Yeah. Uh, no, no, just over the years. Mace, long. This is the end of one episode of Yo MTV Rap. She's like, well, let's do this. Sorry. Big on. Punisher. Yeah. Was the he a big Punisher? size as a can of air freshener. Whoa! <laughs> Could be one of those travel ones. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Shaped like a little Christmas tree. <laughs> LL Cool J, nice and fat. Ludacris, DMX, long and can fuck forever. Well, not forever, forever. Can you imagine the noise this he'd make? What you really want? X gon' give it to you. He gon' give it to you. That's why he can fuck for so long, because he's so distracted. He's, all he's talking about is how he's going to give it to you, but he's, <laughs> he never, never gets around to it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying about Kareen Steffens is Jay-Z allegedly in this book pulls up to her in the limousine and says, get in. They're on the video shoot for Hey, hey Mommy. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets her in the limousine and he goes, if you suck me off, I'll put you forward like three feet in the video. You get a better camera position. You can see her in a lot of these videos. Yeah. Hey Mommy, she's right on his lap. Um, okay. That's well, great. That's, so what yeah. is hold on? What is your? I don't understand. What's your viewpoint on this? Are you, are you heralding her as a hero? <clears throat> I'm saying that anyone who breaks the mold for the better is a hero, and yeah. she really made these men. Mm. Tell you what, big Punisher would break the mold. <laughs> Dick the size of a bloody air freshener can. Yeah. There's no mold that can hold big punk. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or Febreze, as I call it. <laughs> Sorry. So what you're saying is what? She? We should. So I feel like there's. A tendency in hip hop, from what I have seen anyway, for yeah. these wives to allow their husbands all these mistresses, and they sort of don't say boo about it, and that continues today. It's sort of just this different culture of allowing that. And Kareen said their wives all knew about her. They would ring the house sometimes to, if they couldn't find their husband, to be like, oh, is he at Shut yours? Shut the front yeah, door. Yeah, all friendly between them, like, no, he's not here. Okay, bye. Wow. And she said when she wrote this book, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com They had to be accountable for their treatment of women because people hadn't heard that before. Nobody had had the balls or the power to stand up and be like... So was she saying that she that was always her plan 
Or was she saying that initially it was an exploitative situation, but then she decided to switch it and make and take advantage of it? Is that That's it, yeah. Right, okay. She just did the best she could with the um, tools that she had. Rack your brains. Give it some thought. What was the first hip-hop album you bought? Um, I really liked TLC, yeah. Waterfalls. I believe that counts. Uh, no, but we can, ca- we can talk about it. For a child. It. It okay, fine, fine, mm. fine. It was fine. like a gateway. Oh, it was your gateway mm-hmm. album. Uh, that was crazy, sexy, cool. That album. Oh, yeah, wasn't it? it was. Yeah, um, the first thing I ever stole. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like you're still stealing stuff. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, not what the, the last. First... <laughs> anyway, but it is a good. It's a good album. I bought it. I loved it. And um, there are some heavy subjects in there. What did Please. you think of? Uh... Well, there was. Mm. Uh, no Scrubs was the big hit off the album, right? Yeah. No scrubs. And then do you guys remember Sporty Thieves did no. a response track called No Pigeons? Oh, I do Ooh. remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. I don't want no pigeon. Them be the girls who get no dumps from me. Playing the bar dumb rope with a best friend's go. Try to holler at me. I don't want no pigeon. That was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> do you know who wrote No Scrubs? Go on, tell me. This lady called Kareen Steffens. Who also wrote Say My Name for Destiny's Child. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Corrine Steffens, you've just been telling us this super. No, no, not Corrine Steffens. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh my God. Candy. She had taken on the power from so many things <laughs> that she was. She... What's her name? Candy. That's what it is. Candy. Yeah, Candy. Burress. Who then Do you know who wrote on... that song? Candy Barrett. <laughs> So no. TLC, that, so off that you started listening to hip hop. Yeah, I loved TLC, and then hip hop started coming out. Right, like it's um, a closet. it started being really mainstream yeah. all of a sudden, didn't it? And I mm. listened to Wyclef Jean. It's all right because it's Saturday night, so Mr. Punk Master Punk beat something. All you college students <laughs> playing Ouija's, check the spell in R E F U G E. He get the CD from Sam Goody. <laughs> you ain't even something in the rhymes of my rope. Let me clear uh, my. Did you like the Fugees? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the Fugees, uh, they did their their first album, was good. Yeah. Landed on reality. Did you ever listen to that? Yeah. Had Buff Bath. Do you remember Buff Bath? Yeah, I think we mentioned that. In did we? Episode oh, God, one, shit. Maybe. Sorry. Episode two. But yeah, Wycliffe Sean recently in trouble because he set up that charity in Haiti, and now it turns out he's been embezzling hundreds of thousands of dollars from it. <laughs> Wasn't he running for president there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was getting in practice oh. for that. Yeah. yeah. He's just started embezzling. <laughs> This <laughs> is good training Born to, to run the it, country. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, but he like apparently he recently went like into an interview and they started asking him about it, and then it was just he had no. He didn't even try and come up with a cover story. Like he just sort of freaked out. Yeah. Uh, it's not good. Uh, but he was good, right? Yeah, like Wyclef Sean. I loved him. Who did you prefer, Wyclef Sean or Lauren Hill? Lauren Hill, because it was already a little feminist. <laughs> I thought she was so cool. And I believed that my like spirit was like these black women. Like I wanted so much to be a really cool, beautiful, smart black woman. So what did, none you, of those did you ever get cornrows and shit? <laughs> I always had cornrows. Oh, okay. I've genuinely always yeah. had cornrows. And is that because of your hip-hop sort of aspirations? Mm-hmm. No, I had it for a very white reason. We just okay. went on holiday. And... Oh, God, yeah. Is it one of those? Did you go to Jamaica or something? No. No, we never went to Jamaica. We'd go to maybe 
Mexico, Cuba, those places, North American holiday destinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a little bit that we like to call, how did you get into hip hop? So how did you get into hip hop? I just started listening to mainstream hip hop. Yeah, and it was the music that I liked the best. I didn't like rock and roll. In my town, there's country as well to deal with. What is your town? Ugh, it's called Sarnia. Sarnia? Mm-hmm. As in Narnia? But with more it's sandwiches. Next, it's just next to it. <laughs> yeah. Next to it, yeah. Just it's next to America. Water. It's really mm. near to Detroit. Very near to where Eminem is from. Oh, really? Uh-huh. It's basically the eight mile of Canada where mm. I'm from. Does it have that vibe about it? Yes. Um... And I just liked it the best of all the mainstream stuff that was on the radio. I listened to a lot of Lilith Fair stuff, like Sarah McLaughlin and Jewel, that type of music. Jewel. I know. <laughs> and then hip-hop took over, and I loved no. hip-hop all of a sudden. Like Mace and Puff Daddy and Lauryn Hill and all that really mm. mainstream hip-hop. And then I started to appreciate some better. Um, the Game has just released, not just released, a few months ago. Do you know The Game? It released mm-hmm. a documentary too, right? Which I don't... I, I, this whole thing about doing sequels to albums, I think, is yeah. bonkers, right? Yeah. Like, you know when like Eminem brought out Marshall Mathers LP, and then he brought out Marshall Mathers LP too, and then everyone got excited. It's, mm. like, it's still the same dude that's been making the ones that you didn't like in between. Mm. Just because he's called it too, it doesn't suddenly mean that he's going to recapture that form. But anyway, the game's brought out documentary too, and Diddy is on it. And he is just as annoying as like he always was, man. Like, you know, you sort of thought, I remember listening to it thinking, I haven't heard from this dude in a while, like on a record. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing. And it's just him going, yeah, I'm here with the game. It's not developed. You know how we do it? Standing on Ferraris. <laughs> having a great time. The game just bought me a Ferrari. I don't know why. Yeah. It was a Tuesday. It's all that kind of shit. It's like, shut up, mate. <laughs> it was a Tuesday. Nigga, game not give out red Ferraris for no reason. It was just a Tuesday. Motherfucking Tuesday. Yeah. Nigga said happy Tuesday, Puff. Oh, man. Hip-hop gripes. Is there anything you don't like about hip-hop? I excuse the misogyny in hip-hop. So I am someone that I think people would expect I'd have a problem with it. But in a way, I don't because that's an art form that has nothing to do with me. I think there's a time and a place. It's like... It's not ideal, is it? The violence and the misogyny, but... Is there a point at which you would not listen to a record because of what they said on it? Hmm. No, I don't think so. If there was a, a record where they were talking about shagging women and then killing them, would you listen to that if it was catchy? If if <laughs> if Dre was on production and, <laughs> and, the, and the bars were hot, would you still listen to that? Probably. We listened to Blurred Lines. That went to number one. Yeah, that's true. Play that in the morning, that rape But that was so catchy, though, wasn't it? It was catchy. Sometimes (laughs) you don't hear the lyrics. No. I won't listen to R. Kelly, not just at principle. I think his music's terrible, but... Hold on, hold on. Not all of his music's... You must have... I assume you've seen the masterpiece trapped in the closet. Yes. The videos. The videos. You watched those. Cinematic (laughs) masterpiece. Yeah. Her name was Bridget. She was a midget. <laughs> I don't like R. Kelly. You know what? If you watch Trapped in the Closet, you can really get into a thing of where you sort of sing everything that you're doing. Mm. And then I looked at Broom Edge and I thought, oh no. <laughs> oh no. How much longer on this podcast do we have to go? You know, like, that was really bad. But anyway, That's you get the idea. That is it. He yeah. sings what he says. But he thinks it's incredible. He is the biggest loser. Speaking of R. What's Kelly? your problem with R. Kelly? You really, like, you're vicious about R. Kelly now. It's a, like... R. Kelly got away with marrying Aaliyah, the queen, which was 14. And I just don't like that he got away with it. And there are lots of other 
young black teenage girls who say that they had dealings with him. Yeah. And they're ignored. Why? Because they're young black teenage girls. And even when Bill Cosby was allegedly raping all these young black women. Alleg- allegedly. Mm-hmm. Nobody listened to them. <laughs> the only time anyone took notice is when another black man spoke about it publicly. And that was comedian Hannibal Buress. Oh, all of a sudden, because another man said it happened. Well, that pisses me off. And it still happens today. It's not a new thing. But I just think R. Kelly is so disgusting. The girl in the video that he peed mm. on. and Like, he's just how we accept that as a culture. Be like, oh, well. Lady Gaga's collaborating with him. I don't get that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Plus, his music's terrible. Um, so you'd so you listen to anything if it was uh, catchy enough? Well, I can't say yes, obviously, because I won't listen to R. Kelly. So I guess I have my line. R. Kelly's your line. singing about something is very different from behaving that way. So, uh, what would you? But does it encourage people to behave in that way? I wonder, because I don't really know. I think there was rape and violence and all that before hip hop was around. Certainly before video games and all. You know, there are lots of things you can blame bad things in the world on. Did you have you seen this? Have you seen this thing about how like you know because porn's so much easier to watch now, right? Mm. So like young people are watching porn, like it's more accessible. Cause yeah. I don't know what it was like. When you, but I had to. I found a magazine like down the back of this field, and that was kind of. That's what I did as well. Are you serious? Yeah, in a wood. Yeah. Is there found an understanding them. from yeah. older boys that they'll I leave found the magazine in a wood. <laughs> and it wasn't. That wasn't even sex. That was yeah. like a woman just, you know, yeah. going, "Hey, yeah. check out the goodies." But you know, because young people watch so much porn, that that's their. That's their standard of what sex Mm. is. So they're all having sex like that. Mm. Sounds horrible. I think that now there are many powerful female voices in hip-hop. And so that is naturally changing. Yeah. And also hip-hop isn't... 90s hip-hop is not hip-hop now. I mean, Mm. do you know what I mean? Like, sort of... uh, 90s hip-hop went big and there's lots of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's moved on. And But people often associate that with what they think hip-hop is still, yeah. if that makes sense. But, you know, there's misogyny and everything, isn't there? And long may it continue. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> uh, live show experiences. Do you watch much hip-hop live? No. No. Do you go to, hold on. Do you go to live music, full stop? Well, there was a time in our lives, my young friends and me, that we could get backstage at concerts because we were... Is this in Canada? Yes. Yeah. We were like little Aaliyahs running mm. around, but talentless white ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got backstage at Blink-182 a few times. They yeah. are absolute gentlemen. They do not have sex with children. It's Is that sex. true? Yes. So we can say that because a few people have been tweeting us about Blink-182 asking that question. So can we refute? <laughs> yes. We can finally put that... Yeah, put yeah. it to rest. If anybody's got any doubts about Blink-182... They do not do that shit. Family Some men. 41, though, we can't, <laughs> we can't verify. Yeah. I would go to... So we went to a Nelly Furtado concert. Not Nelly. Not Nelly, no. Nelly Furtado. Yeah. I'm like a bird. Yeah. That girl. And she was supported by Swollen Members. Have you ever heard of Swollen Members? Yeah, I have heard of Swollen Members. I think it's a weird choice for Nelly Furtado to have Swollen Members as their... Me too. What was that about? They're Canadian. She's Canadian. Okay. But I can't imagine well, that anyone... Rap, they're they're rap, rap, yeah. yeah. But I can't imagine that anyone that went to Nelly Furtado is thinking, 
is also a Swirler members fan. Yeah. Can't be. That Venn diagram doesn't overlap, does no, it? No, it was a very strange mash. How were they received? I don't remember. I think people just dealt with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we went backstage that time again because one of their tour managers fancied one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And it was a real abrupt halt to my band chasing because it was so disgusting i thought this is where we are we're 15 years no we must have been 16 years old because i drove there so we're 16 i guess we Hold on. are you saying that to absolve Swallow no, members of any criminal possible? they didn't do anything you're not you're trying to avoid <laughs> pulling a hannibal breast on trust me members. if anyone statutorily raped any of my friends i would be shouting about it okay fine, fine, don't fine. worry it was that one time but um we we went backstage my friend was chatting to the tour manager, and then they're, oh, we're going to go to the hotel next, and you can meet swollen members. And we are like, woo. <laughs> and I remember never really being on board with this the way that I was to meet Blink-182 or Dave Matthews. Yeah. Cool bands. So we went to the hotel, and I'm The never... name isn't promising as well. Though. No. <laughs> so they opened their hotel room a crack, and the tour manager was like, oh, I've got these girls here. And I'll never remember. It was the least hip-hop thing I'd ever seen in my life whoever which one it was put his face to the door and said no turn them away i'm busy getting my dinky stinky those were his words <laughs> and then he already had girls inside and i just thought never again get a dinky stinky that was what he said wow dinky stinky. that was freestyled or he had that in the locker it's <laughs> the name of their next album swell members dinky stinky um, I don't know. They're pretty good guys. Who knows? Maybe these are their girlfriends. It was a long time ago. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, but if it's your girlfriend, <laughs> you don't open the door and go, sorry, you've got to go and get my dinky stinky with my long-term life partner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do. Maybe they're role-playing. If, if my wife heard me go, oh, I think it's dinky stinky time, I'd be single. I'd be divorced. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fair play to them. They did not no. have sexual relations with we, the 16-year-old girls, that mm. night. No, because they'd found some other 16-year-old girls. <laughs> Those yeah. girls were definitely like 45. 45? <laughs> yeah, I saw them on the mums. Yeah, it was really <laughs> grim. Anyway, I, then I never went backstage at any other So, concert. So at that age, you thought, this is too like, yeah. sordid and shit. And, I saw a lot. Yeah. And do you go to stuff now? Uh, festivals. Whoever's playing at a festival, I go. I'm going to see Little Mix on the weekend. Sweet. <laughs> They've come up a lot on this podcast, actually. Have they? Yeah. Um, no, but no. Madonna has. Who else? We've t- we end up talking about Cotton Eye Joe. You fucking Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Um, because hip hop is not one genre. I think it extends to all these different things. If this is leading into a thing about how you're going to argue the little mix of hip hop, I'm not. I'm going to have to cut you off. No, I'm not. But have you met, have you uh, got to see because you did bring the noise right? Mm-hmm. And so you met loads of like yes. musicians and stuff like that. I saw Wretch three two on Bring the Noise, and I love him. I saw was Wretch three two on Bring the Noise when you did that staring competition. Yes. Um, and what was he like? He was an absolute gentleman, and I was so glad to learn that because his music kept me in a really bad relationship too long, actually, because. Uh, I was in the middle of many times trying to split up with my partner. And we were in the taxi, and then that song, Don't go, don't leave, please stay with me. And then when that's good, when I got introduced to you, I knew I'd be true to you. Everybody wanted a piece, whatever that song is. I love that song. (laughs) 
That did was you, did you tell Rich that he too? Yeah, yeah I said, yeah. how dare you? I um, went to see Nas and he brought out Rich 3 2. Yeah, he did. To do like his, his big number, right? But I got worried because the last time I'd seen Nas before that, he brought out um, Dizzy Rascal. Now, what? Now, what happened was I've seen Nas a couple of times, right? The second time he brought out Red Street 2, the gig was great, no incident, right? The first time I went to see Nas, there was somebody had a gun, pulled it out, fired it into the air, right? Mm-hmm. The whole crowd went batshit crazy and like were running all over the place. It was like terrifying, right? And then after a bit, Nas came back out and sort of went, You think you think that's gonna stop me? Let's carry the show on or I mean that was a dreadful Nas impression, but you sort of like that, right? And then he brought out Dizzy Rascal. Dizzy Rascal, and everyone goes nuts and think, oh, wicked, we're going to put, you know, put the guns behind us, mm. we're going to get on with it. And also you're sort of thinking, you know, I'm not going to get a refund for this. I sort of want to get on with this. So we're in there, Dizzy Rascal's out, like, doing, and then Dizzy Rascal, he's been on for a while, he's just looking to the side, and, like, he's obviously on for longer than he anticipated, and Nas never came back. <laughs> no! Just no explanation. Yeah, just, like... You think that's gonna stop me putting Dizzy Rascal's life in jeopardy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, so, so when I went to see Nas the next time, Rich Free Two came out. I thought, I wonder if Nas has brought this far <laughs> off the venue. I was gonna duck out. So this was in the UK. Someone had a gun. Yeah, I didn't. Wow. Well, the thing was, is that yeah, somebody like I didn't know what happened. I got separated from my friend, and then there was a bang, and it sounded like um, I thought it sounded like one of the speakers had blown up or something like that because you don't think mm. gun, do you know what I mean? Mm. And then a couple more a couple more shots and then just everyone was like running all over the place. It was mental. And then there was like a big empty space in the middle where people were moving to the sides and I was trying to find my brother and he said that I ran straight across the empty space to find him and he said if a gunman had been looking for someone to take out I presented myself as like you know the little gazelle at the back of the- yeah <laughs> hey man oh yeah he said it was he said it was pretty embarrassing he said he, he said he saw me run across the space and thought I hope he doesn't find us after behaving in such a non-street manner <laughs> it's difficult for just showing no from crossing you streaming as well Mobile Awards. Oh yeah, I never got invited. This, I'm, I'm going to say this officially. Mobile Awards never invited me. I'm getting pissed off. I don't think there's anybody doing more for, for music the, of Black Origin yeah. than me mm. with this podcast. Do you know what I mean? I've not had an invite either. Have you not? Okay, fine. But you had an invite. I presented an award. What award did you present? Best album. You there presented no best of- album. Yeah. Get the shit out of here, man. I would have. Pre- did they have like a little? I would have presented like a. Do they have like little awards? Maybe you need to examine the contribution that you are really making to musical Black Origin. Take a look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're not even black. Sorry, am I? T- what? what? <laughs> <laughs> You're as black as I am. No, I know. No, I know that. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> just, I I'm it. not under any illusion that I'm black. But the way you said that to me was yeah. like I'm talking to a black woman now. I'm. I keep saying that I am a powerful black woman on the inside. I, that's how I identify myself. I love that. them. They, they knew, knew it. They yeah. could sense that yeah. I'm the fan. Listen, I loved it one time. I was listening to a comedy podcast. And who was it? Mm, female British black comedian. Really great. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Andy Osho? Yes, she's great. But it wasn't Andy Osho. Jeannie Yashir. Jeannie Yashir. Yeah. 
So why don't we say Gina Yashir? Uh, I don't know. Is it Yashire? I don't know. I'm so tired in this country of hearing say... names pronounced different ways. Right. Uh, well, actually, I pr apparently I pronounce my surname wrong. Not apparently, I do pronounce it. Oh, okay. Ranganathan is not right. It's Ranganathan. Oh. That's the Sri Lanka pronunciation. And every so often, I'll get someone going, you are fucking next level coconut, mate. You don't, <laughs> you don't even pronounce your own surname properly. Anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway, what was Gina saying? So they were speaking uh, importantly about black presence in comedy, in mainstream comedy mm. on television and everything else. And then someone said, oh, well, there's so-and-so, there's so-and-so, there's Ramesh Ranganathan. And then they just carried on. And I listened to this podcast and I was like, he's not black. But hey, you are. Maybe. But if... No, I mean, yeah, no, I definitely, I'm not under any illusions that I'm, that I'm black. Listen, I was just being mean to you. But I do you... consider myself to be a, I do, as you do, yeah. consider myself to be a powerful black woman, sort of on the inside. So listen, this podcast <laughs> is great, and it is doing a lot for... No, fuck the mobos, yeah? That's what I said, yeah, I said it. Catherine won't, fuck the mobos, yeah, for not inviting me. There you go, I said it. I want it repeated on loop for the last 10 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> For not inviting Ramesh Ranganathan, one of the most powerful black women in the industry. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fuck them. No, who who won best album? Skeptic. Was it? Good night. I don't know. And the winner is. Was it? Because Lenny Henry started talking, right. thanking everyone in the UK. So it might be Lenny Henry that won the award. It just Elba was talking. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just having an amazing night. Plug one, plug two. Guest plugs for you. Um, sweet. Um, we've overrun massively. Uh -oh, uh, is there fault. anything you'd like to plug? No. Um, I send out an email to the guests of this podcast oh, yeah. with the questions in advance just mm. to see... So we don't talk about the same thing again because for, like for Eminem syndrome. because for four for four <laughs> podcasts in a row we talked loads about Eminem and people start to get pissed off. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. By the way, I don't know how you get pissed about something that's free. Anyway, yeah. the point is is that I said at the end the last question is always what would you like to plug? Mm. And Catherine has written your mum. Mm -hmm. It's a diss. It is a diss. Yeah, mm -hmm. I liked it. You're on tour though, right? I guess is it all so. sold out and shit. Mm -hmm. Is it? Nothing to plug. <laughs> no, there are tickets. How though. sweet is that to be on a tour and not have to plug it? Well, it I'm still here. Tickets are selling themselves. Who's your support act? Oh, I, I mix the support acts up. So I have some of my very best friends and most esteemed comedians. Jeff Norcott is incredible. Ramesh and I, I think, are both huge fans of his. Correct. I like um, Harriet Kemsley. There's mm. a lovely little girl from the north called Lauren Pattinson, Pattinson who is newish, but so layered and dark and talented really really funny god i fucking hate hearing about new people, new people. Oh hot on your tail yeah just fuck off i love them <laughs> fuck off will people stop taking up stand-up <laughs> jesus christ i've asked ramesh if you're ever in the area you want to hang out because people have this ego thing i can't support someone else's tour uh, hold on that's means... not what hold on that's not why i've not done it don't don't fucking throw that in there straight after you mention my name <laughs> that's so fuck. That's such Why a bullshit move. Why are you doing it then? Because I'm not free when you're doing it. Okay, I would support your tour now. Flash. I'm sure you would, but you know, the thing is, some people have an ego. Fuck you, Catherine. What if someone brings just a throw that straight in there? What if someone brings a firearm? What? And you need me? <laughs> You'll just be running around to get on stage and take that. Danger. Right. I'm gonna double. I'm gonna check your dates again, and I swear, if there's one that I'm from, I'm gonna come and fucking support it, and then you're gonna regret it because I'm gonna do all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, all right, sweet. Catherine, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank really appreciate it. Uh, oh, can I just say, oh, I do want to plug. Yeah, go on. Ramesh Ranganathan <laughs> is the world's most wonderful man. He's everyone's favorite. He's so talented. Maybe you think, oh, he's on TV too much these days. Wrong. <laughs> he deserves all of his success. He's got like eight kids to support. <laughs> Keep being his friend. Thanks, Catherine. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, Ramesh. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.